Sometimes when I get sad at night, I like to put on my CPAP and pretend I'm a preemie baby and everyone's praying for me. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop oh. what you're doing and listen. I have the unbelievably fucking awful news to tell you this morning. Due to the gigantic egos of both Kevin Costner and show creator Taylor Sheridan, it is being reported that once the second half of season five is shot. That will be an end to the best show on TV known as Yellowstone. That's right. Due to the fact that the big star and the big man who made the show can't get along because their little egos get in the way of our entertainment, 
they take away one of the best shows that's ever been on TV. And all I got to say is, God damn it. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another after right now, fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I, I, I saw this this morning, and I, 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 it, 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 it clogged me up. I, I needed to poop, and then I saw this story, and it just it stopped me up. It's not all Kevin Costner's fault. For what I understand, he gave the producers all his schedules ahead of time. And there were no, he had the whole month of January to shoot, and then he was going to shoot some more after that, but he's got other projects going, and Taylor Sheridan didn't have anything written. So there you go. Good. Got that bad news out of the way. Rip that Band-Aid off first. Okay, good news. Good news. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I hope everybody's doing good this morning. Aside from that news, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Um, lots and lots to get to. I have a surprise for you in about an hour. <clears throat> a little surprise. I'm not going to say what it is. Just letting you know, in about an hour, we're going to have a little surprise. So, before we get to the surprise, uh, we're going to have to say some good mornings here. First one here, Cowboys Girl. She says, good morning, Dr. States and Ass family. Well, good morning to you, Cowboys Girl. I hope you have a good day. Battleborn says, good morning, Dr. of Ass and Ass family. Swoosh says, good morning, ass family. The good Darren's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. Uh, let's see. Next one up here is... Well, freaking duh! I have a feeling that today's show is going to be spectacular. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. I do appreciate that. Um, let's see. Wait, who wrote this? Uh, there you go. I got a text message saying uh, top of the morning to you. Uh, there we go. Top of the morning to you as well. Cowboys Girl says, Arnie, there's a new show on Netflix you might like. It's called Beef. It's about two people who have road rage incident that just keeps going. I've, I've seen all the write-ups on it. I, I see that it's getting all kinds of favorable reviews. Might have to check it out. Uh, there's another show that I wanted to check out called Florida Man on Netflix. I don't know if anybody's seen that, if it's worth watching that. But I, I'm not sure. Oh, my lucky the one and only, oh my gosh, bratty kid is all up in this motherfucking house. If anybody's going to sit on Ryan Gosling's face, it's going to be me. All righty then. <sighs> uh, all right. Uh, by the way, let's send uh, uh, bratty kid some good vibes. She's not feeling that good this morning. Uh, so send her some good vibes. We got a lot to do today. We got to take the truck in today. We're actually getting the truck fixed. That punk-ass teenager's fucking insurance finally came through. Got to do that today. Hockey player says, good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG. I've been in a bad Zoom meeting this morning for hours with a lady I wanted to cunt punch. That's pretty extreme. Uh, so the Japanese word of the day is Josie Kai. Translation, cunt. Josie Kai. Yeah, I, you know what? I should send you, I, I, I should send you the, uh, the where, where do I have that one? Uh, do I have the, is that newest? I, I, I have so many sound effects. Uh, man, oh, man, where did that go? Stop being such a cunt. Is it in here? Is it this one here? Uh, no, it's not that one. Wow, okay. Oh. You need to stop being such a cunt. There it is, right there. Okay, all right, finally got it. Chaz Man says, morning, ass family. I hope everyone uh, gets an abundance of tacos today. Derek's in the house. 
Good morning to my friend Derek. He says, good morning, ass family, on this fine Tuesday. Time for Wimpy to pay up. Becca! Damn right it is. Oh, looky there. We got another person in the house. By the way, good vibes to rise, too, under the weather. You're doing better this morning, your eyes. Your out is in the house. She says, morning, y'all. Now, now today's a big day for your out, and she actually sent me the, the copy of her invitation. Good thing I live in Texas because I would have printed that some bitch up and went. I'm just telling you. Uh, she gets to see uh, our, our lovely uh, vice president today. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. Now, now she sent me the invitation. She's going to see Kamala. She's speaking in Reno today, and she's sitting at table A. Now, I got uh, it, now, now that, uh, that's up close and personal. Uh, this, uh, you're out. We were telling you what you should do. I figured it out. This is what you should do. Treat it like you're seeing like an '80s rock band, and when you get there and she starts speaking, flash her, flash her your hoots. I bet you she'd love that. You won't get kicked out if you do that. <laughs> Not gay guy, says Boner Diaz. Looky there, all the way from down in Mexico. Wait, hold on one second here. Uh, this is big. Usually he's not here this early, uh, but but he's here this early, so we got to do this for him uh, if I can find it. Uh, if I can find it, my man, Adam J. says, time to slay some tacos. Happy Tuesday, Arnie. Right back at you, Adam J. I miss you, buddy. Uh, Swoosh says, I like the G-Easy version of this song. Both are good. Now, I, I played, uh, what did I play there? Uh, you Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. Now, uh, the Friday, we're, I got off the show, and uh, Brad Kid's like, I need to find out this song. I love this song. I need to find this song. It's the last song that Taylor Swift plays. And, and, and look, you know I have my wrestling. So, I, I look, you can judge me all you want on that. Now, I'm not judging Brad. Brady Kidd has watched every Taylor Swift concert on TikTok. Every Taylor Swift concert she's watched on TikTok. So she knows, she knows everything about this show. And I guess the uh, You Don't Own Me song by Leslie Gore is the last song. It, it, that's why I played ACDCs. When you hear Long Way to the Top, you know Metallica's hitting the stage next. So... The next biggest touring artist, probably a little bit bigger than Metallica right now, Taylor Swift, so I had to play her walk-up song, so there you go. Uh, Kevin Costner can suck a dick. Yeah, yeah look, I, I understand. I totally, totally understand. Ah, uh, the Warbird is in the house. Woo! Um, when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other Woo! than you made. Woo! You're talking to the Rolex... Wearing, woo! Diamond ring, wearing, woo! Kiss stealing, woo! Wheeling, dealing, woo! Limousine riding, woo! Jet flying, woo! son of a gun! Woo! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Hey, hey, hey. Warbird, you in Alabama right now? You are Ric Flair, my friend. He says, good morning, dog. I, uh, I, I, I have to admit something, ass family. I, I do a lot of bad things during the day including trolling political figures. Uh, as you know, I troll Gavin Newsom as much as I can on Twitter. I have found a new culprit now, a new person that I like to troll. 
and that is the mayor of Reno, Hillary Sheevy. For some reason, uh, I'm following Hillary Sheevy, or she's following me on Instagram, so I see in her stories, and she had some story up yesterday where a police officer was walking out of the Reno police house, and I have nothing against Reno police officers. I, 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 I love Reno police officers. But uh, the way that the city treats their fire department, well, she deserves to be trolled. So I said, if this was a fire department, if this was a fire employee, would you be throwing feces at them? She has yet to respond. Uh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Az family. Is the surprise an appearance from Roscoe? No, no, Roscoe's trolling around in his little buggy he's got right now. Cowboys Girl says, hope you feel better, Braddy. Ogre in the house. Buenos dias, familia. Ogre, you sent me a story. I hope you're here for the very end of the show because that's when it's going to be. I had the story, and you're absolutely right to think the way you did because as soon as I saw this story, which was self-inflicted as well, phenomenal. That's the kind of story we like to end the show on. So, buenos to and thank you. Um, Uriah says, thanks. Uriah says, well, here's the thing. I was invited to be a part of the audience as a representative of UNR. As such, I have to remain professional. The only reason I put my name in was because uh, Kamal will be speaking on reproductive rights, and that's something that's important to me. Now, if I'm forced to ask a question, I will ask a question, and I will observe and take pics and vids if I can. I don't need to get arrested or anything, although Secret Service agents are hot. There you go. I don't think you'll get arrested if you flash. <laughs> I would paint stars and moon on my torso and wear a mask, and when she talks, shift my feet, slap my belly, yelling, I'm your number one fan, Kamala. Oh, that's our message to ex-Joe. Tell you out to steal the A place card on the table. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's going to fuck up something and I'll catch it. That's a guarantee. I'm going to steal everything I can. No one told me I can't. That's me walking to the pool. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Woo! There you go, Warbird. All right, all right, all right. Now, uh, look here. Uh, let's see. Hold on before I let me let me clear all these off because otherwise it's going to wreck my attention. Uh, first thing I have to we, we have this story that's out there, and I, I need to get y'all's it. I was conflicted on this for a while, and then I wasn't. There's a terrible story out of Kansas City, Missouri today. Or actually, it was two days ago. Um, a young man uh, named Ralph Yar, Yarl. He's black. 16 years old, and he was going to pick up his uh, two younger twin brothers from a house less than a block away. Now, when he showed up at the house, he rang the doorbell. No, I understand you're out if you steal the A place card. If you can get two of them, I'll take that. Um, he showed up at the house, rang the doorbell. It's 10 o'clock at night. An 80-year-old man, um, who they haven't given the name of, I, I, have they? 80-year-old uh, uh, man, uh, let's see if this story gives it out. Because now celebrities are getting in on this and, and things like that. So the 80-year-old man goes to the door, goes to the glass door, sees this young man, and shoots him in the head. So Camel Toe speaking on reproductive rights, yet still pushes MR Myrna Jab as proven data to suppress fertility. Show me a snake and I'll show you a politician. There you go. 
Um, so the young man was shot in the head. Good Samaritan was there, uh, got the kid, took him to the hospital. The kid's going to be all right. The kid's going to survive. And I guess this kid's an honor student and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and, and, and I, 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 you're out, just sent me this. Um, uh, there's another one out of New York. I think a girl got killed for uh, taking a U-turn into driveway. Yeah. I, I, I don't have all the details on that one yet. That one's a, that one's a little easier. Yeah, you're going to go ahead and pray. So the big thing is that, that celebrities have started a GoFundMe page for this young man who is simply going to pick up his younger brothers. Andrew Lester is the 85-year-old man. And a lot of people are saying, well, should he... Should he be prosecuted? So ask family, I'm asking you. 85-year-old man. Now, 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 mind you, we live in a day and age where home invaders are ringing doorbells, and as soon as you show up to the door, and if you're dumb enough to answer it, they break in and assault you, maybe kill you, and steal all your shit. But the question I'm asking now is, should the old man be charged? And what? You make the call. And what should he be charged with? Young man's going to make a full recovery. And it sounds like he is facing two felony charges and a warrant has been issued for his arrest. Should he pay the price? Cowboys girl says, yes, he should be charged. He should have not answered the door and just sat on the other side of the door with his gun. Uh, let's see. Scott says, yes. Maid says, send him to a bad prison with the crotch biters. Whitewash says, yes. Uh, assault with a deadly weapon. That, that's what he's being charged. Okay. And by the way, I have zero problem with that. Zero problem with that. This young man made a mistake. He went to the wrong house. And, and, and I don't mean that in a joking way, that he went to the wrong house. He literally went to the wrong house. And I got to say that going to the wrong house shouldn't get you shot. Celebrities getting involved in this gives me propaganda vibes. Oh, triple mama of five. I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from there. I, I, I feel... But I mean, Viola Davis was the first one to come out, and and hold on, how how is it? Um, let's see, they've raised like two and a half million dollars for this young man so far. Uh, Viola Davis, I don't know what she said. She, I guess she's the one who started the gun GoFundMe page, which is over almost at three million dollars now. Um, believe me, there is going to be a gigantic anti-gun sentiment there. Uh, but when the police go to the wrong place and shoot people up, that's okay. Legal whoopsie. 
There is a story about that. Uh, there's a police officer who did do that. Um, I don't. I, it, there's so many of these. I, this one I don't understand. How, especially with police, how are you going to the wrong? And I know it happens, and it seems to happen a lot that you go to the wrong house and you shoot people. Now, I ain't trying to come down on police here. But, man, if you know that you're going to use lethal force, shouldn't you be 100% on that you're in the right place at the right time? Because I, I, I'm sorry, uh, them doing that is need. Th- th- this is where I stand when it comes to a lot of the stuff. Uh, write me out, good morning to you. For every action, there is a reaction. It, it, this is the world that we live. This is something you can't argue with. We're we're fixing to fi- a fucking yell and scream about transgenders here, which is absolutely retarded. And oh, do I have a new video to play for you? But the fact of the matter is, is that for every action, there is an equal or greater reaction. So. The, the accidental shooting needs to be answered for. It has to be answered for. Viola Davis, did she say you're racist if you don't donate? I don't think she said it this time, even though she made a movie that was historically completely inaccurate. By the way, there is a, oh, 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 I saw a story about this too. <laughs> I'm going to get more on this. Um, there is a new... Um, docu-series, I think it's going to be on Netflix, hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, and it's on uh, Queens, famous Queens, and they're starting off with Cleopatra, and they made Cleopatra black. Cleopatra might have been queen of Egypt, but she was Greek. She wasn't black. History, History has this documented, that she was never black. But they have made her black in this docuseries because Egypt is in Africa. So it, it is quite amusing. Um, I work in the gun industry. Bad for this kid, and I feel sorry for him. But more anti-gun stuff, the more money my industry makes. Thanks, Dims. We love the money. Yeah. But the old man should be charged. Okay, well, everybody's good? Yeah. Hello, Greek, not black. Cleopatra wouldn't have been, would have slightly swarthy at most. Yeah. But she wasn't black. Where's where's John Leguizamo calling that out? <laughs> oh, I just love it. All right. This first story is you're out. I'm doing this story just or not. You're out. Uh, uh, Erised. Rise sends me a lot of these stories about these trans people. Um, a teacher in the United Kingdom, and by the way, it will happen here too, was pressured by students to apologize after she misgendered them. Oh, by the way, she was fired too. The students who made her apologize. The students are 11-year-olds at an expensive private school in the UK managed by the prestigious Girls' Day School Trust. They were displeased after the teacher addressed them with a, quote, 
good morning, girls, at the beginning of a lesson. The school is called the Girls' Days, or it's funded by the Girls' Day School Trust. The students told the teacher that not everyone here identifies as female, with others later writing their names and pronouns on the board for the teacher's edification. Uh, a lot of people think Egypt is in Africa. Africa has black people, therefore ancient Egyptians were black. No, they were of the Semitic Arabian type persuasion. And while some might have been dark skinned, they weren't subterranean African black. <laughs> she wasn't black. Her chariot didn't have dubs on it. So 11 year olds got a teacher fired from a school that's funded. By the Girls' Day Trust. Are you seeing the irony here? I'm sorry. I'm not irony. Stupidity. A group of 11-year-olds got a teacher fired, meaning she is not making a living. She can't eat because she said, good morning, girls. Have we had enough of this bullshit yet? Good morning, girls can get you fired? Holy shit. I had plenty of coaches that referred to us as ladies. Can I go back in time and sue them because they misgendered me? Hmm. If they don't identify as girls, why aren't they kicked out of an all-girls trust school? You know, Fred, that's a great question. Great question. See, this is what I I really do not enjoy about this whole transgender argument. The first thing I don't enjoy is the fact that I know for a fact. um, I know for a fact that not everybody who's a part of the alphabet cult, I'm referring to the LGs and the Bs are really happy with the T's because the T's are bringing all this bullshit upon himself and they have to stand up for him because somehow they got lumped into the same group even though they have a different flag. See, I thought it was all under the rainbow flag, but then the trannies came out with their little pink and blue and white flag. Their little bullshit flag. Um... After apologizing to her students, the teacher said that her application to remain at the school following the end of her contract was rejected. Parents in schools across the U.S. have blown the whistle on school districts, teachers, and admin for attempting to encourage their children to transition genders. Once again, I ask this question. Good morning, twats. See, that's a fair one. Uh, Arise says I do that regularly here. Be careful. In this day and age, you have to be so, like, like if you work in the real world, I, god damn, I got to tell you, I have never been more happy that I do not work for a corporate radio station right now because there's no way I'd be, I, there's no way I'd keep my job. There isn't, you know me. 
Y'all all know me, and you know that I, when I've had enough, I've had enough. And I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just tired of all this bullshit here. Private all-girls school should have removed the students. And I wonder how many parents are going to be like, all right, fuck you, uh, fuck you, school. I'm pulling my girl from your school. Have fun losing the tuition. Yes. So they fired teacher for referring to young ladies as girls. Uh, because 11-year-olds don't, I don't, that's not my pronoun. My pronoun is fire truck. Nice to know society is still focused on anti-bullying. No shit. Uh, the trans community has become the biggest bully in the yard. And I'm ready to stand up to them. Oh, am I ready. Now, that's not even the one of the, the worst stories. It, it, it's, it's an awful story. Yes, I, I agree. It, um, ooh, got to see that one later. Thank you. Uh... Let's see, what's this? What's this video of? Okay, I'll have to watch that in a little bit here. Uh, thank you for sending me that hockey guy. Um, all right, uh, let's see. We'll do, uh, I'm going to do this one right here. Bill Gates. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has donated millions my son's teacher still calls him Delta Airlines. I feel the exact same way. If I worked for a corporation, I'd be fired that day for all kinds of shit. Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, they've donated millions annually to a non-government organization which claims that children are born sexual and should learn about commercial sex work under the age of 10. The International Planned Parenthood Federation, a separate entity from the U.S. nonprofit, wields significant influence on global sex education. The NGO compromises or comprises of 120 uh, independent organizations, including European Network, over $80 million from Bill Gates. And they say sexual activity may be part of different types of relationships, including dating, marriage, or commercial sex work, among others. So, um, at what age should you teach your kids about hookers? Now, really? Why, why is it me saying, why can't we be, let kids be kids? I, I, I mean, honestly. When you're 10 years old, you don't have the... Hey, kids, if y'all are listening because you're probably drinking coffee now and cursing at your mothers at the age of 10, I, I've seen how parents uh, are now. Um, let, let, let me let you in on a little something right now. Y'all are fucking up. Okay, you little 10-year-olds that are all this politically active and 11-year-olds saying you don't know what gender you are. Well, you know what? That means you're conscious enough to go out and get a fucking job. How about that? How about if you're smart enough to recognize and get a teacher kicked out of school, how about then you go get a fucking job? Oh, Arnie, they can't. The hell they can't. If they're going to act all grown up and they want to be big kids and they want to fucking flap their gums and they want to do this shit, then go to work. 
During the summertime, you ain't got no easy ride no more. Let me tell you something. If I could go back to 14 and under Arnie, because by by, I, I had a job. I had a summer job at 14. If I could go back to the, 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 the 13 and under Arnie, fuck I would. Do you know how cool it was to have three months off? Can you remember that as a kid? Can, hold on. We got to go way, way back. Summer break was the greatest time of the entire year. It was warm enough to play outside. It was baseball season. Summer movies came out that my dad would take me to. And you know what I didn't have? I didn't have any kind of response. I had chores around the house. That was easy to do. I got to watch daytime TV when daytime TV was awesome. Now these kids, they want to act all grown and shit. Well, then go get a job, motherfuckers. You don't realize how easy you have it. You don't realize how fucking good it is right now. The one, uh, one more reason to homeschool your kids, the public de-education sexual indoctrination system is not smart people, yeah. The Epstein list isn't out because Gates is paying to keep the name suppressed. Oh, I think it's more than just Bill Gates, but I think you're absolutely right. Why that list hasn't come out just boggles my mind. Uh, you ever think that people with a far more money than brains watch one too many sci-fi movies about dystopian futures, took a gander at their money and said, yeah, I'm going to fund engineering of a society and fuck everything up too. I hope not. I really hope not. These kids are playing into the pedos. They're setting themselves up to be sex slaves, these horrible people. Summer job at 14, lazy ass. I was picking peaches in Yuba City and grapes in Bakersfield at five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Our resident Indian comes in and lays down the fucking magic carpet on me. So I'm lazy at 14. <laughs> he's, he's picking peaches and, and grapes. <laughs> Boy, there are a lot of angry Mexicans at you, Stekar. Um Look, look I, I'm so happy I don't have kids. I, I'm so happy that I don't have to explain what sex workers are to them. <laughs> you sure your name isn't Stack Hernandez? <laughs> All right, before I get to this other trans story, I got to play this video. And, and I'm going to describe this video for you because I, 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 I don't think I can actually share it, this part with you. Um. This is absolutely horrific. This is someone who is, they've got a nose ring, and it goes down really, really long enough to where it kind of looks like a square mustache under their nose. And then the person says this. People are essentially calling me every name under the sun because I had the rice adler on my jacket. So I need to tell you guys a little something about me. And you can call me crazy, you can call me whatever you'd like, any name under the sun. But I'm very in tune with my past and my past lives and lifetimes that I've lived before this one. My last life just so happened to be a very infamous one. Shocking. 
me offing myself was one of the first memories I had from that lifetime. It came to me when I was five in my nightmares. You can see right where I shot my. So. You <sighs> so we have to do this now, now? Is this the, the newest thing? This is a person who is identifying as Adolf Hitler. And for some odd reason, this is something that, that we have to put up with. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper, but... Yeah, no. Um, Stupid. I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. No. You can tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but... Whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing, right? Because mm -hmm. I like his name, to be honest. Hitler. Hitler. Yeah, yeah. So is this someone we're going to have to recognize as Hitler? Because from what I'm, I'm told is, is that I'm, I'm not being reasonable because I'm not recognizing that these people identify under our social construct, what it, that bullshit lie, um, the social construct that, that, that race is even a part of social construct. So this person can identify as Adolf Hitler, but when I say that I am a god, when I say that I identify as a deity, I'm, I'm, I'm shamed for that. I'm told that's not real. But Hitler, that's okay. Someone who slaughtered 8 million Jews, that's okay. And we're supposed to put up with it. Uh, let's see, uh, you grab up in Tuba City. <laughs> Off to yourself, so you're Hitler. Um, so you had a dream. Now all of our dreams are past lives. No, homie. Why can't they be a plumber or a grocer in their past life? Bullshit. Yeah, see, that's an old that's an old stand-up bit right there. How come everybody who believes in reincarnation was somebody important before? Yeah, I, 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 was, I was alive in the 1890s. Uh, my name was Earl, and I was a plumber. And let me tell you, being a plumber in the 1890s was a shitty job. Everybody was somebody famous. Oh, I was a fucking king. Oh, I was Hitler. No, you weren't. Shut up, assholes. Okay, take them out again. I was a dildo in a past life, which explains the dick attitude now. Like I said, de-education. Hitler the rapper, his last album was called One Bullet in the Chamber, One in the Head. Hitler's last album was lit so bad. Uh, all right, one more transgender story, and then we have to, somebody's playing, going neener, neener on Arnie, the recreation of a, a plumber's son, daddy. <laughs> no, there can only be one son of a plumber, baby. Let, let me tell you something, daddy. There's only one son of a plumber, and his name is Dusty Rhodes, baby, the American dream, daddy. 280 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. The man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Oh, 
Arnie giving Hitler too much credit. The magic number is six million Jews. I, I apologize. I, I know it's between six and eight. A transgender teacher is removed from school after threatening to shoot some students. So that's what it'll take. Shocking, of course, that it happened in Florida. A teacher from Florida who uses she, her pronouns has been removed from the classroom at Hernando School District, and police have seized three firearms and ammunition from her home. Middle school teacher allegedly transgender and recently learned on social media posts discussing her sexual orientation negativity. So, uh, first, my first question is this. So, if we're to believe educators for the last hundred years, they do not want to uh, disrupt the learning process. Remember that? Disrupt the learning process. Now, that can mean anything. You can't have a mohawk in class. You can't have, you know, you can't breathe fire in class. Wouldn't disrupting the learning uh, process also mean a man? And, 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 and look, let, let, let's, let's be honest here. These men that are trying to be women, we can tell. You're not all these ones that are fooling guys at clubs. You ones that live in the suburbs, you wear really ugly clothing and your hair is bad and your makeup is even worse. We know you're a dude. Isn't that a disruption of the learning process right there? Wouldn't that be? Especially in the teacher form of it. But I guess not. So it takes, and by the way, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm smelling something. I'm not, not smelling too well yet. Hold on, let me get my nose spray. Oh, there we go. There I am. I'm smelling it now. Um, I'm smelling this gal's going to get her, or this thing is going to get their jobs back. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe not at that exact school, but they will work in the Hernando County Public School District again. By the way, no way they get fired. I, I, I know they say they fired her, but this person will come back. Why? Well, because this is the flavor of the month right now. Transgenders are the flavor of the month right now. We have to protect them at all costs. Remember, we have transgender uh, sympathizers. I kind of look at them as like Nazi sympathizers. Yes, I just compared that movement to the Nazis because they're doing the exact same thing. Um, sympathizers are going to come out and say, no, give her a job back. She's been, we have a sympathizer out there who's saying, chant the name of the school shooter who murdered three nine-year-olds. I don't know what country we live in anymore. I really don't. This is boggling my mind. It truly is that not enough people are standing up and saying, look here, man, if you want to dress like a woman, do that in your off time. You can't do that as a teacher. 
And if you don't like that, then this is what you do. Go have the bottom surgery. Go have the bottom surgery. See, th- this whole idea that 7% of transgenders have the bottom surgery, that's going off like a bell in my head saying, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real. Because it's not. Dylan Mulvaney still hasn't had the bottom surgery. How can you claim that you're a woman? Because you've said it. And to all, uh, as they call you, cis women, as I call you, women, or if I have to call you anything, real women, I'm still on your side. Once again, I don't know how women are going to vote for Democrats. Democrat, and, and, and I'm not saying they have to vote Republican. I don't understand why you would vote for a party that will not define what you are. You're out. You have you have a very unique opportunity today. And uh, if, if if I was in my right mind and I was sitting there next to you and I got to ask a question, and I didn't want to get thrown out, I would ask uh, I would ask Kamala Harris. This is the question I would ask her, and and she's not going to answer it. Um, how can women vote Democrat when Democrats won't define what a woman is? Yet you fight for their reproductive rights, and real women, cis women, women, are the only birthrights out there. Transgender, they don't have any, no, they can't give birth. But you still won't define what a woman is. Why should I ever vote for another Democrat? Uh, I still don't understand why did a trans woman keep the bottom and want to fuck dudes but get boobs? None of it makes it. It does. It, because, swoosh. Swoosh, stop. Don't try to figure it out. Because this is for attention. They're attention givers. That's all they want. They weren't, they weren't given enough attention at some point in their life when they drastically needed it. And when you play dress up in your own home, don't feel the need to go show yourself to little children. You fucking freak. First, ask her what she defines as a woman. No, 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 no. I would not ask her to define what a woman is because she's tried to do that before and it ends up being world salad. No, I, I would say that to her. I would say, how am I supposed to, to elect, reelect Democrats who won't even define what a woman is? And then maybe she'll say something like, well, I've defined what a woman is. And you, can you tell me what a woman is then? By the way, if you haven't paid attention to this, uh, this transgender stuff, uh, I, there, there's a, a little subcategory that you guys need to start really paying attention to. Um, these transgenders are quite violent. Quite violent. I mean, what is it? What, six of the last mass shootings, and I'm not counting the one in Alabama as a mass shooting yet. It looks more like a targeted hit. Gender dysphoria is real. Look around. Um, 
Gender, I, I, I don't even know what that is. is. That where people think they're one thing and not the other? This, this has got to stop. Somebody needs to put their foot. You know what America needs? America needs a daddy now to come out and put his foot down and say enough's enough. We don't have one of those in office. And Donald Trump's not the guy to do it either. We need somebody, somebody that America can respect that ain't fucking all political and comes out and says, enough of this stupid shit. Okay? Kids shouldn't be learning about fucking cutting their own wieners off and, and hiding it from their parents. Once again, I look, look, I dare anybody to ask this question of any teacher out there that, that wants to stand for this. Why is it the stand for the fact that teachers can go ahead and and do this stuff behind the parents' back? Why do you need a signed slip to go to a museum? But you can hide the fact that you're giving drugs to a child. I'll wait. I'll wait. Anybody want to tell me why I'm stupid for asking that question? The kids are under the care of the teacher, so if the teacher takes the kid to, you know, the Museum of Natural Science, they have to sign a a slip. Why? Because they're going on a trip? They're taking a bus ride and they could get hurt? Well, what happens if you give this kid drugs that they're allergic to and they die? Well, if in these hormone blockers there's something in there that this kid's system doesn't uh, meet up with, and now you've killed a kid, but you didn't even tell the parents you were giving the kid drugs. Isn't that equally as dangerous? I believe Trump would do a better job than sleep. Well, here's the thing. I don't want Trump to be the guy because we need somebody who is respected by a lot of Americans, and, and, and that's why I don't have a name. I don't know a name out there that's a big enough name that's respected by enough Americans from both sides of the the the, the booth, if you will. Um, the aisle, that's it. Need somebody to come out and go. This is this is stupid. This is dumb. Why are we hurting children? You know th- this this uh, that transgender came out the other day. And said that, you know, um, god damn, my Alzheimer's is kicking in today because I'm forgetting everything that I was going to say. But we, we had this transgender come in the other day and was talking about all this fucking crime against transgender kids and youth and all this kind of stuff. I don't, uh, what? What, because a kid gets beat up for wearing a dress to school who's a boy? What do you think's going to fucking happen? Do you realize that children under the age of 12 cannot distinguish the difference between reality and fantasy? Yet you're allowing them to make a choice for the rest of their life and giving them drugs? Didn't MIT have a cure for it? No, the MIT had a cure for, uh, and I can't remember what it is now. Some states like Florida and Tennessee are being dead and saying no to this dumb fuckery. And and uh, here's the thing I don't get. Why aren't there more people? Uh, see, this is what I used to like about the media. Is that some media people decided to give their own two cents a long, long time ago and then they got fired for it. Now everybody gives their own fucking two cents. But their own two cents is all political. 
there's got to be people that work at CNN that say, no, this is not right. And they should be allowed to. See, this is the world we live in now. If you come out and say, oh, that's not right that you're giving these kids puberty blockers behind parents' backs, you get fired for that if you work at a network like that. Oh, you're part of the hate group. You want to bring violence. No, I, I don't want to bring violence to them. I don't want. I don't want any. I don't want to bring violence to anybody who, unless it's that little Jesus kid at the vape shop. If you weren't here for that call yesterday, you need to download yesterday's show. Sawyer's dad says, "Good morning, Arnie. This has been going on with teachers since the '90s. Teachers playing doctor with children and ADD, and tell my parents the kids have to be medicated. It's fucking maddening, man. It is beyond maddening." And where does it end? I don't know. I, I really don't know. And, and it makes me sad that I don't know these things. I wish I knew. I wish I could tell you where it was going. It, when, when, when a young lady goes to give a speech about how she was wronged, and having a national title taken away from her because she had to swim against a, a, a biological male, who, by the way, still had cock and balls. And she's attacked and held hostage. And yes, I will say she was held hostage. Under the definition of the law, that would be a hostage situation. And was tried to have extorted for money. So she was kind of kidnapped, if you will. But she's not a victim. Hmm. She's the bad guy. And I'm talking about Riley Gaines. I don't understand. I, I, okay, I, I have a tough question. And I, I'd really like to know if, if you can help me with this. Um. Why is it important to get men into women's sports? Well, but but that's not the real question. Here's my real question. Why is inclusivity so important? I'm serious. This is a real question. And here, look, I've got music for you. Um, I just want to know why is inclusivity so important? I'm just seeing a story here. Melissa McCarthy says Little Mermaid Ursula performance was 100% inspired by drag performers. Well, then why didn't you why didn't you turn the job down and the millions of dollars down and give it to a drag queen? By the way, by the way, uh, I want to make something really clear. Nobody is calling for the end of drag shows. I'm, 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 I, hold on a second. I'm sure there are plenty of people 
plenty of conservatives out there, plenty in the GOP, who will say, we want an end of, I, I don't want an end to drag shows. I think, you're, it, look, look, I love when people want to be creative. I'm a very creative person. Go out there and create your magic. Go to have your drag bars. Go, 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 go. Nobody's saying to shut those down. What we're saying is they don't need to be in schools. I saw a uh, uh, one of these bullshit subcommittee meetings, and uh, the woman uh, representative, I don't know who it was, was asking a principal or a school, uh, it, it was actually asking the uh, superintendent of these schools, would it be appropriate, by the way, she obviously listens to the show because I've probably asked this question before, would it be appropriate to show Penthouse Magazine to 11-year-olds? And, of course, the superintendent decided to go around and try to answer around. And the, the representative was like, no, 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 no. What I'm asking is, would it be, and she did it again, I, and then the lady goes, I see you're not going to answer my question. Finally, the superintendent said, no, it would not be appropriate. I would posit that it's important to have them enforce inclusivity to bring balance and true representation and in engagement in democracy. However, the engineered method is unnatural and wants to speed up the process like social steroids. It ironically excludes other segments of society and perpetrates the cycle of inclusion and exclusion. Disney sucks, ruined Star Wars, and censored the uncensored family guy. I hope that fucking rat gets run over. They're going further. They're having a pride night to stick it to Ron DeSantis at Disney World. Uh, I want an end to them. I'm saying it. I'm calling for the end of drag shows with children. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I do agree, straight fire. They're mentally ill and they need help. It's appropriate if the chicks have fang wangs, fake wangs. We had children's drag show here in Sacramento. Channel 3 News showed up about three, uh, three about seven-year-old boys dressed up in dresses, and the room was full of kids. No. See, kids don't need to be participating in that. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. They, the underage kids, they don't need to be participating in that because they don't know what's going on. Why? Why is that so important? Why do we have rating systems in movies then? Hmm? I don't know if they still, I, I, I mean, honestly, I do not know. Do, do movie theaters even card anymore? I had been turned away for a couple movies growing up because I wasn't of age. I was asked to see when I when I saw when I saw Red Dawn. I saw it with my my cousin Longhorn Wiener Dad. Um, I, we we saw Red Dawn together, and he was fourteen. He was two years older than me, and I was twelve. And I told him I was thirteen. They I don't you can't have a driver's license then, so they let me in. But yes, ugly men are wearing women's clothes in a drag show. A okay, women wearing sexy clothing equals demanding and sending boys the wrong message. See the fucking problem with these dumb fucking drag shows? The only time drag was ever uh, ever funny, ever, was when Monty Python did it, and it was for humor, not to indoctrinate impressionable children. Cowboys Girl says it's child abuse, and the parents should be held accountable first. Fred says, can we just kick California from the country? Wall the entire West Coast off while we're at it? No, because this shit's happening in Florida. It's happening everywhere, Fred. 
Last time I shaved my beard, I was carded for a PG-13 movie. <laughs> we have we have limits on movies, but hey, you want to come down and, and give a lap dance to a, a, a child? By the way, anybody who wants to give a lap dance to a child has a big problem. Um, okay, Yungling, uh, the, uh, traditional lager. By the way, there's a whole bunch. It, it, I want to go into this, but I got a surprise coming for you here in a couple minutes. Uh, when I was a kid, one of my classmates, a boy dressed up as an old washerwoman for Halloween, one day only, and he was straight as an arrow. Now it's considered a fucking lifestyle to be forcefully respected and protected. If anyone wondered how the devil wins, it's by making things that weren't abhorrent for centuries suddenly wonderful and normal. Amen. Beer company Yungling appears to take a jab at Bud Light Friday. They, they came out and put a picture of their, their beer in front of an American flag. It says, Yungling, the oldest brewery in America, independently owned and family operated since 1829 because we make good beer. There is a, a large sentiment going on, and I will talk about this if you guys remind me tomorrow to talk about this. Um, I, I, I might talk about it after the surprise. Uh, uh, if somebody can remember to bring it up after the surprise, that'd be fantastic. 775-357-FANS is number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. <laughs> Says it's the end of time and the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry. The interest is up and the stock market's down, and you're only getting mugged if you go downtown. I live back in the woods, you see, a woman and the kids and the dogs and me. Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't stop us out and you can't make us run Those with them old boys raised Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. 
me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life Spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out And you can't make us run Cause with them old boys raised on shotgun We say California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can
try to sit down and talk to her, it always end up in a fuss. I try to reason with her right up till the time that she got on that Greyhound bus. It'd be better if I could forget her, cause she sure forgot about me. And if it takes all night, I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna sit here till I can't see. Well, I'm a sitting on the bar stool, acting like a darn fool. That's what I'm a doing today. And I'm a sitting here drinking, trying to keep from thinking I'm losing my troubles away. But now I couldn't make her stay with well, dog on her anyway. She can't say that I didn't try. Pour me another one, I'm finished with the other one. I'm taking my baby goodbye. Uh, you sound fantastic oh. as always. Well, I just I got a new microphone I put in. Oh so. well, lovely. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Well, good. I, uh, whenever anybody asks me how are you doing, I get mad at myself when I say good. You know, you put, you, I'm doing well. You're doing well. Oh yes, because yeah. you want to use proper English. Yeah, because you say you're doing good. Yes. What are you feeding the homeless? Ah, right, right. there you're you doing go. Ah, oh, I like that. It's like when you ask someone, "Can I go to the bathroom?" and they say, "I don't know." Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say, "May I?" or whatever exactly. you do. Exactly. May know, I? Yeah, can I? <laughs> can I go to the bathroom? I don't know, buddy. You haven't figured that out yet. I don't know what to tell you. See, if, have a diaper. If if I would have had my comic timing really in place as a kid. I would have asked that question, and the teacher says, I don't know, can you? And I would have peed on myself. I, and that's <laughs> what I would have done, but I, I, I didn't do that. Um, I would have thrown the eraser at her, but anyway. <laughs> Joe, I'm having you on as a special guest today because I found two stories that are coming out, and I, they can't wait until Thursday. We're going to have you back on Thursday. Don't you worry. You're coming back on Thursday. But this is kind of an impromptu Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Okay, I, I enjoy every minute of it. Uh, the first story is about your alma mater, my friend, the University of Nebraska. The 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 yes, corn I, hustlers. You know I love to talk about the Big Red. Uh, I I do I do know that uh, they are your. It's like me talking about the Longhorns. I I totally understand. Do I? Have and that? I'm pretty sure we got a former Longhorn at quarterback this year. Yeah, yeah, you do. And 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 the Longhorns are going to win the national title because I got a new jersey. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, um, yeah whatever floats your boat. <laughs> they have a new modernized version of their uh, mascot, Herbie Husker. 
Now, can you yeah. describe Herbie Husker for me? Okay, Herbie, the, the original is the overalls, the boots, the corn cob in the back pocket. He's got like blonde hair, the cowboy hat. That's the real Herbie Husker. Yes. Then all of a sudden, I think they got a tranny or something in there. They had the guy with <laughs> they had brown hair and they like modern him up and stuff. I didn't like it at all. Because, you know, when I was at Nebraska, even there was no, the only music at a football game was provided by the band. Right. That was it. There was no other music. I like traditional stuff like that. So I like that they're going back to the original uh, Herbie Husker because uh, uh, he, he looks, that's the guy I, I think should be him. And that's the guy that I think represents him better. But well, they got, then they got, they got little red to this blow up guy that bounces around the oh, field. Get yeah, him out of there. Yeah. Um, but it is the, they're going back to the original Herbie Husker kind of. Yeah. Um, the, the, first of all, I don't know where you'd, I don't know anyone that would wear a red cowboy hat, but that's a whole different thing. The overalls are in place with the big N on the overalls, the corn cob in the back pocket, a football under his right hand and in his left hand, he's holding up the number one sign. Yes. Now the original, do you know what the original was? The original, well, the original, he wasn't holding, you're saying the original was with the blonde hair. He's not holding up a number one? No, he's not holding up a number one. I think he's got a football in his hand. Well, he's got a football in his right arm, but in his left hand, he has it up, and he's giving the okay sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. That's well, right, okay. Because the fight song even says where the where the boy, the girls are the fairest and the boys are the squarest. There you go. That's in the pipe song, yeah. Um, but they've changed it now to him holding up the number one finger because allegedly the OK is now a signal for white supremacy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, all the OK because you got the three, the KKK three fingers up or whatever, right? Or that's a K. It makes a K. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, people, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, okay, they used to be called the bug eaters in the 1890s, the mm -hmm. Nebraska bug eaters, before they became Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. You know, the fans, we always gave a standing ovation to the visiting team when they left the field. And another big thing when you talk about, look at the end. That thing has never changed. Look at Oregon gets a new helmet, some flashy new helmet every week. Yeah. But Nebraska just sticks with that basic N. And I, you know, the N stands for knowledge. And uh, <laughs> I, and I, I love that. I love that they just stick with that, with that N. I, I like old school stuff. I like Smash Mouth football. I do too. I, hey, look, I, I'm a Longhorn fan. We have a white helmet that has a steer head on it. That's the only helmet we've had since, like, 1915. That's it. Right. Same now. Yeah, I like that, too. Just stick with the thing. You know, the wolf pack here, they, they had the, like, the, he was like a goofy from Disneyland-looking wolf, and then they thought, hey, it's not mean enough, so now they got a mean wolf on the helmet. Uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. But but this whole okay signal, we, 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 we need to stop trying so hard to find the bad and everything. I know. It's uh, like I mean, really they're saying okay. He you know, okay, Indiana's where the KKK started. So if, if no, they do it, maybe okay in Nebraska. You just say everything's gonna be okay. And they're they're not being cocky, like we're number one. We're just you know, it's a harmless, uh, fun, you know, uh mascot. And it's yeah. just crazy that, that people make such a big deal out of it.
Yeah. You know, because it's just they just want to create chaos and 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 create stories. Yeah, and bullshit. Because that's what all this turns out to be is just fucking bullshit. And and now the university has to change all this shit. It costs millions of dollars, all for yeah. political correct reasons. Oh God, it's oh, so yeah. dumb. You know, yeah, like you said, I, I I always tune in for a couple minutes before you call me and stuff. And you know, you're talking about you know the uh, all out for uh, all out for the you know trans transgender. You know, I saw I saw a, a post on Facebook where they had a little gives a meme. The little boy says, "The men have a penis and women have a vagina." Oh, they put a they put a thing on it to say that's not. You better check your facts. Yeah, not necessarily. You know, well, you know what? Thank you know I love all God's people, okay, and I need everybody. But thank God for straight people, or we'd be extinct. <laughs> they, I mean, it's true. I saw a funny, uh, I saw a funny video yesterday. Alicia sent it to me. Um, you know the song "Don't Know Much About History." Right. You know, that's the new liberal fight song because they don't know yeah. anything about history. They don't know anything about biology. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's... Yeah, exactly. And every tranny, every straight person, every tranny, every gay person, they all were produced, uh, abortion rights activists, they all were produced by a man and a woman. Right. Hey, Joe, real quick, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, what What is your definition of a woman? A hottie potati. Oh, wait. Um, uh... <laughs> My definition of a woman is, um, uh, I think, estrogen, vagina, breast, um, yeah, and giving birth. The ability. The ability. The ability to give birth. To give birth. Because, yeah. because they yeah. like to come at you and go, oh, a woman who, who, who can't give birth, she's not a woman? No, no. She was born with that ability. And, and you got to take that up with the manufacturer that, that she can't do it. But men can never have children. No, never. No, it's, it's just a fact of life. I'm sorry you got stuck with that burden, ladies. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. I mean, that's your job. I mean, that's what, what we got to do. It's just, I mean, you know, you can't, you, you just, it's like, I mean, we're the only mammal that's screwing around with everything. And I tell people out there, you know, like, say when like two gay men, if, if you took a kid that was going to have a horrible wife, with the family, and they put them up for adopt. And you took like, two gay men, took them like you know who's the Doogie Howser? Yeah, I can't think of his name real quick. You know, if you gave him a great home, I, awesome, awesome, beautiful. But when two gay men go make a petri dish, baby, I want brown eyes. I want this. <laughs> no. How about you just adopt somebody? There's so many kids out there that need to be adopted, that need homes. And and no, 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 I want to make our own baby. Well, you're not making your own baby. You can't make a baby. So why don't you take one that needs a home instead of instead of making a lab experiment out of it? Um, before we get to our next story, uh, are you paying attention to the Sacramento Kings? Yes, I am. The two O lead. Two O lead. Dramont Dramont Green got kicked out last, or uh, whatever. I don't know who it was, but he stomped somebody in the chest. Draymond Green. The bonus. The 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 the, the big kid, man. The, the big white boy that's yeah. on the starting lineup. He's got yeah. He's got like he's got like double doubles. He's a great player. And that was just a blatant. You remember back in the, in the I think it was in the Sweet Sixteen or the the Final Four, maybe when Christian Leitner did a little love tap with his foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that was, yeah, but this guy just smashed his chest. He had to go get x-rays. I mean, that guy's a hothead, Draymond Green. I've never been a big fan of his. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was just blatant. That was bad. I mean, if you did that, the cops would arrest you. 
Oh, yeah. I, I mean, well, how long do you think he'll be suspended? Because he's got to be suspended for that, doesn't he? He's going to get a huge fine. He'll be suspended. But guess what? I bet you they don't, he, I bet you has to sit out next year. I don't know about that. The whole year? No, no. I'm saying they'll do the suspension next year oh, in yeah. regular season. Not, See, they're not going to suspend him right now, I don't think. That's bullshit. They're like, well, you got to miss, you got to miss 10 games, but you can do, you do it next year with and, the first and, 10 games and, next year. And I got to say, that's bullshit. He should be suspended for the rest of this series. Yeah, he should be out. That's, there's no place in it. You know, that, that it's, it's rough enough. You know, I had a friend one time looking and uh, was watching basketball close and like, wow, I look at it. I didn't know it was that rough. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It, that, it's no joke out there. It's a rough game. Of course, it was a lot rougher back in the day when they let them play. But guys are tugging jerseys, elbowing, head pushing, you know. Uh, it, it's a rough game. It's a serious rough game out there. It's no joke. And uh, that's fine. But when you just you know, when you get so mad that you start kicking people yeah. or whatever because you're so frustrated, I, gee, I wonder why he kicked them. Oh, probably because he was uh, disrespecting him with his play. He was probably, mm. you know, you know, and so he did. Guys that get so upset that they kick somebody because they're just they're pissed off. That, oh, you're pissed off because you're not doing very good, so you mm-hmm. kick another guy. Yeah. Whatever. He, you know, the real guy. Did Michael Jordan ever attack anybody? No, he just put fifty on the board. <laughs> I mean, that's he how did. we attacked them. That, yeah. that, that's exactly how it... Okay, so our, our last story today, Joe, it's about the Oakland A's. Um, the Oakland A's are a terrible ball club right now. Hold on, let me, let me get their record. They're almost as bad as Kansas City. I, I watched some of the Ranger-Kansas City game last night where my uh, beloved... Hold on a second, let me make sure I can say this. My beloved... Uh... First place, Texas Rangers. Hell yeah, still in first place. Whoop, one hit last night. Yeah. Kansas City is 1-10 in 10 now at home. They're fucking horrible. The Oakland A's, yeah. the Oakland A's are 3-14. and 3-14 and 14 to start off the season. And fans have a plan. What the, is that? The plan is, the idea is to pack the Coliseum on a random weeknight showing Major League Baseball in the country that us fans are not the problem. So they want people, and, and, and by the way, this is brilliant, and it, this is not going to work. They want people to sell out the Coliseum on a Tuesday or Wednesday night to show that the, the team is the bad part, not the fans. So you're 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 rewarding this fucking horrible franchise with your money. Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, they're you know, a fan. Like I've always said, the biggest home field advantage of all sports is college basketball. You know, you get upset. Home teams. That's your you know, NHL hockey. It, it, it's no, it's nothing. Being at home doesn't even mean anything. It's like 50-50. But you know. Uh, so the fans, you know, the fans can help out, but the fans, like in a basketball game, they get into it, get the fans going and stuff. But a baseball game, sure, they get, but you still got to hit this pitch coming in at 105 miles an hour and, and taking it, you know, a dive. It, it's like the fans, they're not a big factor in how good your team's going to be. So, but if they don't show up, why aren't they showing up? Because they're not, you don't have a good product. And you refuse to spend money to put a good product out there. Exactly, exactly. And and, 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 and and this is the problem that I have. I do believe that Oakland at one time was a very, very great sports city. You had the Raiders there. You had the 
uh, Golden State Warriors there, and you had the A's there. And when those teams were good, you had fan support. Why? Because it showed that the ownership cared about the city and cared about the fans. And and people, you know, and people show up like here, fair weathered fans. You win, boy, look who they all show up. You lose, they you know, like in Nebraska, we lose, they still ninety thousand there. Even when they're having our horrible seasons like we're having, they still show up. But some places are just like, oh, we suck. I'm not going. And it's like, you know what? Maybe maybe you got to get out there and support them because they're sucking and, you know, show them that you're, you're a big fan or whatever. I, I hate the fair weather fan. I mean, well, it, I'm a fan of Nebraska. I'm not a front runner. I stick with my teams, whether they suck or they're Super Bowl champions, you know. Um, I, I look, look I, I was lucky. I, I'm a Cowboys fan and I'm a Longhorns fan. And I've had pretty good, you know, times with that. But my one true love, my, my true love of sports is baseball. And right. I have only had one team my entire life. And I will only have one team in my entire life. And that is my beloved first place Texas Rangers right now. I heard a stat <laughs> yeah. last night. What a turnaround so far from last yeah. year, huh? I, well, I heard a stat last night that we just took two out of three from Houston because Houston sucks. Um, and did you see their Space City uniforms? Oh, oh we'll, we'll talk about those in a second. Hold on just a second. Um, that was the first time the Rangers have taken a series in Houston in five years. Wow. I, I am the equivalent of the Cleveland fucking Browns. When it comes to baseball, my team, look, the Indians have gone the longest without a World Series, but my team is second place and we've never won one. Cleveland at least won one back in the 20s or 30s. We've never even won one. All I wanted, I can die happy if the Rangers ever win a World Series. and, And here's the thing. I will always be a Ranger fan. Unless they move. If they move the, from Arlington, then I'll, I'll fucking hate them. But I will always be only a Rangers fan. And I hope you're not one of those stories where I'm Trisha Takanella. We're standing by live where Arnie State is 106 years old, finally got a World Series win. You know, oh, God, you know, I can't wait that like long. Like the Cubs fans, you know, they're 100 years old, oh, but they finally won. I do know. You know. They moved here after I was born. The first season was 1972. I, they've been my team my entire life. I don't want to wait till 106. I know you don't. I'm saying I hope that doesn't happen. I hope you don't have to wait because I know you'll do everything you can to stay alive until well, they yeah. do win. Uh, Ogre asked me a question. Arnie, would you be a Rangers fan if they changed the name? Uh, that's going to test my fanhood. I might be done with baseball then because they, there's a group of people that want them to change their name because they're named after the law enforcement group, the Texas Rangers, who were very, very brutal in the early 1900s, but it's the early 1900s, so fuck off if you think that. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the only problem I ever had with Texas, because I, I, I love I, Texas over Oklahoma any day of the week. Amen. Uh, the only thing I ever remember about Texas, the only bad thing I've ever heard was uh, was that they didn't tell the slaves they were free until two years later yeah. after the emancipation. Oh, by the way, he'd been free for two years. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you. But asked, that's history. That's all oh. history. It's like we're the only country that we don't get to have our history. We have to change it, tear it down. It's bad that everybody else. It's their history. They learn from it, and that's just the way it was. It, you think the Germans are real happy about their history? No, but it's still their history. It's history. You can't change it. I mean, you know. Um. You asked. Okay, so I'm looking right now at the Houston City 
This this City Connect fucking bullshit has got to go. Major League Baseball is outfitting their teams that look like fucking Wednesday night slow pitch league. Oh my god! You see the Padres pinata uniforms? Oh wait, no. I I'm looking at the Astros and they have the Rangers released theirs yesterday, and it's fucking awful. It, the Rangers the Rangers really look like a travel softball team. <laughs> you know, it's, dude, I don't mind the throwback jerseys, but come on, you know. Oh I, dear now God! Now they got the sparkly, the pinks, and the greens, and there's not even their colors of the team, and it's just like it looks like a like you said a softball team out there. It's ridiculous, and uh, it's just like you know, do a throwback stuff like that. But they do it because they want to appeal to everybody, you know, because you know baseball struggling, but like you and me. That people think baseball is boring. No, you know what? There's something going on. There's about ten things going on. Every pitch. Yeah, there's something I, going on. I there's just, some strategy being used, or or whatever. Um, you know, and so it's a very it's a complex game. It's the best one for stats. You know, there's it, not it, more look, stats look, than there is in baseball. <laughs> it, it, it's the hardest game to play because you have to use your brain and your physical. You you have to know what the pitch is coming to you. I saw a video the other day. It was Will Clark watching the game. He goes, okay, he missed high and high and away. Next pitch is going to be low and in. Next pitch, low and in. Guy doubled it down the line. Will Clark goes, I haven't hit for 23 fucking years, and I still knew what pitch was coming in. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you notice how they break it down in the nine zones, and they show where he, what's his wheelhouse and mm-hmm. where he you know, doesn't hit very well. I mean, they chart pitches. I used to sit with the, the, the single leg of the Padre pitcher in the box seat, the bag, and every single pitch, chart it, chart every single pitch. That, so they know, you know, how this guy does, what he throws, uh, you know, and uh, – and then there's the whole, there's the, you ever see, how come when a guy gets beamed and it's no big deal, he got beamed, he got welted, but then all of a sudden the guy gets beamed and the ump ejects him immediately. It's yeah. like, because they know, they know, yeah, they know that, that this one was intentional, you know, he was throwing at this guy's head. It wasn't just that the pitch got away from him, you know, uh, they, it's just a complex game. That, you know, there's the signals, stealing bases, mm-hmm. uh, move the runner around. We both know you need to get a runner in scoring position. That's, that's what you do. You get the you get you get you have Deion Sanders lead off. You know, hopefully he walks or gets the thing. And then that you know you'll get him to third maybe. You know I, I mean just the small ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just move him around. Wow. Uh, good pitching. Good pitching always beats good hitting. Um, I'm looking at the Padres City Connect uniforms, and it, 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 are they are they pink and aqua? Is, yeah. Is, is, what the fuck is pink and aqua? I know they look like a pinata, or they look like the gay pride parade. I mean, it, I I, th- I think that when they come out to bat, everybody's coming out to it's raining men. I know. I know. They, I know. Yeah. Those are horrible. They're gonna play. Uh, what's that? Uh, um, walk out the door now. Turn around. Oh You're not welcome anymore. Oh <laughs> you know? my god. Yeah. I, I mean, are they it's gonna play? Crazy. I'm every woman. I mean, they, these are horrible. Why is Major League Baseball doing? Oh, I know why. To sell jerseys to morons. That's it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, because, because uh, I mean, yeah. When you, I mean, who? We finally got uh, the, the guys that have that rainbow flag flying outside their house. They finally got them to buy a baseball jersey. Yeah. Why? Because it's pink and aqua. Not that I usually, whenever I get caught with pink, I say I'm wearing salmon. It's salmon, salmon. not pink. <laughs> 
Wait, hold on. Somebody told me to look up. Okay, Boston, Red Sox, City Connect. Okay, let's see what the City Connect. What is oh, the City Connect? They're like trying to connect with their city. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. But. All you did was steal UCLA's colors. In the B, the Bruin. I mean, that's not a Red Sox. They're the Red Sox. There's no red in it. How can you be the Red Sox know, without red? They're called the Red Sox, and they're not wearing red. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, Joe, you and I will solve more of sports problems and the world's problems Thursday morning. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this impromptu, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. We will have you back Thursday, my friend. Okay, I, just a few quick notes. Okay. I'm real fast. I know you're a specialist. McDonald's is tweaking their hamburgers. Yes. So I don't know what they. I just saw a story, but I never. They, they never said what they're uh, doing. But they're they're going to add. Uh, they're going to add gooier cheese, and softer buns on the hamburger and cheeseburger. Okay, soft. Yeah, that's that. Okay, we'll give that a shot. Um, and then the other thing, the only other thing I wanted to, there's one other, maybe just really quick. You have like 30 seconds? Absolutely. All right. So this is breaking news. I don't think it's ever happened before. A Kenyan won the Boston Marathon. <laughs> That's Whoa. big news, boy. Daniels, right? Holy they shit. Had, yeah, they've been, they, since they were two, they've been fetching water 30 miles away. So, I mean, yeah, they got mm. it down. And then the last thing, really quick, is I'm going to, you know, some of these things they tell you that they work. I'm going to give them a shot finally. Like, to go to sleep, count sheep. I'm going to give it a shot, see if it works. Okay. I'm going to see if I can slip on a banana peel. Okay. okay. I'm going to watch water boil, see if it boils while I'm watching. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to uh, stand on my head when I have the hiccups and drink water. Okay. Uh, boy, that's what uh, I'd like to see. I'm going to wear white after Labor Day. Fuck you, it, I'm a rebel. You savage. I am out of control. You and are. then two last words. I am going to stop and smell the roses. Okay. And I'm going to find out if it really is better to give than receive. Mm. Well, I have one more for you, my friend. By Thursday, I'd like for you to find out who let the dogs out. Who let this dog? That, that was my theme song when I give away my dog, home dog, dime play. Who let the dogs out? I'm going to find out who did that, too. It's ridiculous. All right. Right on, Marty. I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see you or talk to you. I mean, on Thursday. Yes, sir. Uh, I look forward to it. All right, we'll buddy. Have, some, some, have, some wacky rules that these new, uh, these new football leagues have. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good couple days, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. So, yeah. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, nobody asked for those changes. What I want is legitimate $1 cheeseburgers again. Make the McChicken and McDouble a dollar again. If I want softer bread and gooier cheese, I won't go to fucking McDonald's. I hear you. Hey, uh, it, look. look. I, I'm, um, I've almost come to the end of my rope when it comes to going to war to, with fast food places because I've been defeated too many times. You know, the, the, the stupidity of Taco Bell just amazes me that they can run out of a, a promotional idea so fast and then not have enough to make up for it. It reminds me of why I don't go to Burger King anymore. First of all, Burger King's food is terrible, except when they did the ribs. They actually had decent ribs, and they never brought them back. All these fast food places, they give us all this one. Some of these choices are so good, and then they take it away. And then they give us some of this stuff that's absolute dog shit or salad or something healthy. 
and they refuse to take it off the menu, even though nobody's buying that shit. I, I don't know what happened to people's business acumen, but I, it, it's gone. Is the grass greener on the other side? Great question to ask, Joe. Is the grass greener on the other side? Um, all right, so we got time in this segment left. Like I said, I only want to do a couple things with Joe uh, today. Um, good news to report, um, and, and I have a picture of him actually showing up at work. This is not fake. Um, John, uh, or is, that, is that his name, John? Yeah, yes, uh, 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 our favorite senator out of the great state of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Showed up at the office looking disheveled and confused after a prolonged absence. He showed up in a hoodie and sweatshorts with tennis shoes on. Now, is, is, is that what they wear to work now in Washington, D.C.? Now, if that is, I, hey, cool. He's got a hoodie on and, 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 and gym shorts. And he showed up for work. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. That's what and he I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- 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 uh, Senator Fetterman, what would you like to do today? All right, then. I want to be baptized. I kind of want something other day. Oh, I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. So, okay, so you, you're really incoherent right now. Um, uh, there's a transgender bill on the uh, on, on the table right now, and we'd like to know what you think. Not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. That you mm-hmm. can't say that, sir. Um, they're letting this guy out? I, I mean, uh, okay, here he goes. He's getting out of the car. Welcome back, Senator. Hi, Senator. How are you feeling, Senator? Senator, why do you not have a suit on? Good to be back. I just pooped myself. I don't know where I'm going right now. Um, I'm just walking down this uh, this alleyway. Um, can somebody help me? <laughs> oh, you wacky Democrats. I tell you what. <laughs> can you imagine if a Republican showed up like that? By the way, I'm starting to fall a little bit out of love with Dan Crenshaw. I've heard some bad stories lately about him, and I, and, oh boy. Mm, I, I, I got to do some research this week on it and, and find out uh, more about it, but uh, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. And, and it, 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 it does, it, it hurts me the, the, what he's being accused of. Um, I imagine it hurts a lot of uh, fellow Navy men, especially fellow team members. Uh, as well. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's get some stories in place here. Uh, Barbara Cochran. Uh, we're we're going to do... Let me, let me touch on something that I, I told you I was going to talk about. This whole Budweiser controversy. I'm watching it. I'm, wa- I'm watching it really closely. And I, I noticed something the other day that was kind of shocking, but it wasn't after I found more out. And this is why you got to do your research and stuff like this. I'm not telling anyone to go buy Budweiser. I understand why you don't want to be associated with that. Yeah, Ken Dog, you did. Hey, Ken Dog, I, 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 I'm glad that you said that. I wanted to give you credit. 
And like I said, if I'm, I'm totally wrong, I will address it on the show about it. But let, let me do my research on it because I've heard from some people, and I, I, I have other sources that I can use um, as well, and I plan on reaching out to some of those sources today. And I'll have more about Dan Crenshaw, uh, hopefully tomorrow or the next day. Um, but I'm watching this Bud Light thing happen. People are taking out of their bars. They've lost $8 billion since the whole thing. And I've even said the only people that this is hurting, it's not hurting the higher-ups at Budweiser. It, it, it's hurting the local um, distributors who have no say in the advertising of what Budweiser does. And according to the CEO of Budweiser, he has no say in what the advertising is, which I find that to be blatantly a lie. But I noticed somebody very, very prominent came out and spoke about not going to boycott Budweiser and Budweiser products. And that person was Donald Trump Jr. Which I thought was very, very strange. Donald Trump Jr. is very, very conservative. He's very, very his daddy's boy, protects his father, all that kind of stuff. Then I found out something even more interesting. The CEO of Budweiser and Budweiser itself have donated millions upon millions of dollars to Republican campaigns. Now, I, I don't know if they've done the same with Democrats. The stories I've seen so far, just them having been longtime donors of the Republican Party. Which is why... I, I, I get why people aren't buying, but I, I, I get it. I get it. They feel by, betrayed by a company. There, the, the, that company endorsing Dylan Mulvaney is saying, we agree with this and that it should be shoved down your throats. And people said, no, we're not going to buy their purchase. And they have every right to do that. I'm not going to tell people not to buy Bud Light or I'm not going to tell people to Bud, buy Bud Light. I think people that destroy the Bud Light after they bought it, that, that to me is kind of dumb because you already paid for it. And now you're only punishing yourself. You're not really punishing Budweiser. But I understand it's symbol, it's symbolic, and to a lot of people, symbolic things are very important. Okay. But I find it funny that the son of a man who was president and will be running for president again is saying, do not be a part of the boycott. Now, are they trying to keep Budweiser as a donator? Well, their stocks are down by in. They'll bounce back. Oh, they will. Uh, they donate to whoever's going to win. I think, I think in the last election, they donated more to Donald Trump campaigns than Joe Biden. Just saying. Um, so once again, once again, we, we, we all just need to realize that everything comes down to a color. Everything, every single thing that we fight about in this world, every disagreement 
that we have on this show and things like that, when it comes down to the real world stuff, it all comes down to one color, and that color is the mighty color green. Because that's the only thing that matters. Red, white, and blue sure as fuck don't matter as much as green. Black don't matter as much as green. White don't matter as much as green. Um, for for the, the boys and girls in blue, your color, not as important as green. And if you can't get that green from Budweiser, you got to get it from someplace else. Boy, you better start fucking going to Yunling or whatever the fuck that beer is called. And I don't know if you can get it on the West Coast. But I find I, I, I find it very interesting. Just I, all all of this is is really really intriguing to watch. Now, with that said, Alec Baldwin, boy oh boy, I tell you what, this guy this guy has got balls. I will say this about Alec Baldwin: Alec Baldwin has fucking giant testicles. He's requested that a wrongful death lawsuit filed against him by the family of Helena Hutchins be dismissed with prejudice. The loss of a daughter and sister is undoubtedly painful, lawyers for the actor wrote in court. Yet plaintiffs, who had been distanced from Helena physically, financially, and emotionally for years before her death, have no viable cause of action against defendants. This action is especially misguided. Now, I don't know anything about Helena Hutchins and her mama and her sisters and her deity. I don't know any of that. But for Alec Baldwin to come out and say, oh, I'm not going to pay them even though I am the one responsible for the death of their daughter just shows big fucking nuts. Boy, oh, boy. They're they're empty because he has 19 children. He has no more fucking, no more sack left. Steph says, this whole boycotting Budweiser thing is so wild to me. Has anyone ever thought about what drinks are served at at gay bars? Beers, hard alcoholic spirits. It's okay as long as you can't see it in the bottle. You've all been drinking gay beer for years, people. Get a fucking grip. Biden's legal team specifically noted that the plaintiff has to be married to the decedent in California law to receive compensation for wrongful death. Additionally, the lawyers argued the Hutchins family could not prove a significant close relationship with her, uh, which is necessary under New Mexico law. So, look. Truth of the matter is, somebody's trying to cash in on this gal's death. Alec Baldwin, you shot and killed somebody. You don't want to even pay her family. You don't want to be held responsible for this. I can't, I, 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 look, I don't like the fact that we get these people that are, are trying to claw in and trying to, you know, get, get compensation out of nowhere, but it's against Alec Baldwin. Baldwin's like, Your Honor, I'm here to arbitrarily decide what defines a close family and what contact is. Uh, it's about who they're having represent them. It's a grown man, 28-year-olds, pretending to be a teenage girl, not a woman, a child. I've heard that a few times about Dylan Mulvaney. Look, I get, I, I get why people are upset. I get it. I totally get it. Fuck, if Dr. Pepper were to do something like this, it would fucking shake me to my core. 
and that's just a soda. Uh, how about we go out and burn cities down or assault people who see things different? I think a boycott is a perfect way without getting violent. And backing a movement that pushes this shit on kids isn't a bad thing to boycott. I get, look, look, I understand why people are upset, and I understand Steph's reaction of it's just beer. I get I, I get it all. I under, I, I see, that's the, the, the hard part of my job is that I have to see it both sides and understand both sides, and I do. I get it. I, I get it. I don't tell people what should matter to them. I don't. Because there's a lot of shit that matters to me that y'all would find really, really stupid. I.e. professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is probably my favorite thing to watch. I ain't going to lie. I went away for a long time. After Stone Cold uh, left, I left wrestling. I make sure that I'm home on Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights. And then soon in July, AEW has released a, uh, a Saturday night show. So I'll have Saturday night wrestling to watch. Now, I, I don't care about their politics. I'm just happy there's wrestling. Now, now once the wrestling goes in, and I have thoughts about the wrestling and things like that. And, like, that shit don't matter to y'all, and I don't bring it to the show because it matters to me. Now, the country says the Bud Light thing matters. The media says the Bud Light thing matters. So I have to report it on the show because it's a big topic. Now, I understand it. it there's a lot of stuff. There are a lot of people that didn't really fucking care about COVID. I still had to cover that for two and a half years. What it comes down to are people are upset. People are upset because we're being told what matters now. And we're being told you have to pay attention to this. You have to accept this. Because if you don't accept this, we'll cancel you. If you say something... <laughs> If you say something bad about somebody, we're going to cancel you. If you have an opinion on something, we're going to cancel you. At one time in my career, I was canceled. When I left the morning show, I was canceled. And as someone who has actually been canceled... Let me tell you, it sucks. Now, I was uncanceled about five weeks later when I was rehired by the same radio station to fix their afternoon show, which I did do. I fixed that show. We took it to number one. And then I left because I wanted to be close to my father and start a show of my own that I could be very proud of. And I started the Arnie State Sports Show in Reno. And I took that show, I took that time slot on an FM station from a 1-1 share to a 5-2 share in one rating cycle. Now, I was nowhere near the top, but I had grown the audience by 400%. And then I was canceled again. And this time, I said, I will never be canceled again. 
and I started this show. And I challenge people to come after me. I have been canceled twice in my career. And I fucking bust my ass to come back each time. Neither one were my fault that I was canceled. So I understand when you get canceled from something because you have an idea or something, why I was canceled is because I had talent. And I made somebody pretty nervous. Your opinion will make other people nervous, and that's why they will cancel you. And I'm against canceling people. I want everybody to have their opinion. I don't have to agree with it. And, and, and see, the, here's the whole thing where we need to realize we need to put our big boy and girl pants on here. If you disagree with somebody, it's okay. You don't have to agree with everybody. You don't have to. You can see things differently. Why does your idea, why is it so important that I believe the way you believe? It's not. So you go ahead and live your life the way you want to live it. I might not agree with it. Hey, fantastic. But it's your life. Now, when it comes to indoctrinating children and fucking with them and then not telling the parents, I have a problem with that. That's more, you're actually doing harm to people. I have a problem with that. And, and, and I think that's where a lot of people come out and they say, we have a problem with this. I don't care. You, you want to you wanna cut things off. You want to fucking put things on your body. I don't care. I really don't. And, but, but see, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The big problem is this. That when you do stupid things, People are going to make fun of you. I, I don't know what world y'all live in. I, I really, really don't. And, and, and I ain't talking about you ass family members. I'm talking about the world. I don't know what world y'all lived in. But if you come in our world, and I don't know what's happened. I, I guess the world has softened up a whole lot, which I don't care for. You know what I'm gonna do? I want. I want. I'm gonna. I got. I, I got. I to call somebody here. Um. Let's see contacts. Have another impromptu guest on the show. Let's see if he's home. Hopefully, he, he might be a doctor for me. I don't know. Let's see. Hey, Is that Hey, uh, I'm on the air right now. I just got a quick question yep. for you. Just got a quick question for you. Yep. I want you to go back in time when you and I were in school together. Okay. Um, what would have happened if a boy showed up at school with a dress? He fucking got his ass whooped. Now, 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 let's say that 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 he he got through the first day ass whooping and then came back to school. Would we make fun of that kid in school? Mercy. Yeah. I mean, unbelievably. Okay. I, 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 Mercilessly. I, I, I just want to know because because and and they should have expected that, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, hey, I'm going to let you recover. Uh, you and I got to right. talk, uh, but uh, hope you're doing better, buddy. Yeah, now I'm feeling pretty decent. Good, good, good. You run any marathons yet? 
Uh, yeah, I ran Boston nice. yesterday. Nice. You got beat by the Kenyan, yeah. though, I saw. Barely. No, well, I was in the training division. <laughs> okay. You, you saw they had one, right? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they had 21 non-binary uh, oh, people Jesus. in their own division, apparently. Mm. Um, but you know what? The, you, when you think about that, you notice that it's only like the guys going to girls that yeah. want to compete against the women. Yeah. The, the, the girls going to men know that they don't have the proper equipment so they ain't trying to get that that's you well, know have you noticed that though in the mainstream at all i it's mainly guys going to chicks there 100 percent. There, there ain't a whole lot of, minus elliot page who nobody yeah. gives a fuck about anyway yeah. whoever the fuck that is yeah, yeah but, i mean but yeah, nobody's that, going the other way yeah no 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 yeah they're not trying to compete no all right mm-hmm. buddy well hey let's talk soon we'll get you on the show yeah. soon all right now. all right bud see ya so it's not just me. If a kid would have came to school wearing a dress, yes, they would have been made fun of relentlessly. They would have been mocked terribly. And rightfully so. You're doing something that's odd. You're doing something that's weird. Weird and odd get made fun of. I'm sorry. I apologize for telling the truth. But they're just making fun of you. Um, if you call Mikey, the next this week will be the ultimate show. Uh, I don't think he'll answer. Um, what Booty is doing? What, I don't even know or what Bud is doing. Oh, I can imagine how Tommy feels. If you wonder how Tommy feels, you already know how he feels about it. Um, look, when it comes down when when it comes down to all this shit <clears throat> with the transgenders and this. Hell, if you're 18 years old and you want to do that, who am I? Who am I? You're going to get odd looks in public. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. People who have strange haircuts get looks in, in public. Strange looks and people making fun of you is not violence. Violence is if I come over there and whoop your ass. That's violence. Me saying you're the ugliest man dressed as a woman in the world is not violence. And if you think it is violent, you are listening to the wrong show. Just tell you that. Um, all right, next one up, Kathy Griffin. Oh, boy. You want to talk about a drama queen. You ready? Y'all ready for this? Let me get the right <coughs> tone in my voice. Wait, whitewash says, why, okay, wait. This guy went undercover and did it. Let's see what this guy did. Going undercover as a woman to find out what they go through every day. I discovered that women are called faggot a lot. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Kathy Griffin took to social media to share with her followers that she's been diagnosed with an extreme case of complex PTSD. <laughs> She said she spoke about her pill addiction and now says that she has been diagnosed with this since she did the, the, the posting of her holding the cutoff head of one Donald J. Trump. Uh, let, me, let me just say something real quick. 
Let me let me just say real. Uh, she says during my attacks, I typically vomit quite a bit and often have to go to the ER just to get IV fluids. Oh, wait. Oh, there's video of her? Okay. I'll, I'll play her video. If you are type 2 That's not and her. take metformin, well, no. check your feet and legs for these two things that I'm going to show you. No. Hi, you guys. Well, since I've been talking um, on here about PTSD, the only place I talk about it, by the way, and no one's found me out yet, so I'm pretty happy. Anyway, um, I had a freaking eight-hour attack yesterday. Eight hours of freaking writhing in pain in the bed. Uh... So anyway, today, I felt like one might be coming on, so I started to feel like a little iffy. So I'm on my Shut up. Just shut up. <sighs> I really don't care for how those four letters are thrown around now. PTSD. She has PTSD because people reacted negatively to her holding the severed head of Donald Trump, and now she has PTSD from it. You know who gets PTSD? People who've, who, who actually have gone through something. I don't know, like soldiers. Rape victims. Uh, people who have been home invaded. That's PTSD. This idea that, 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 oh, I got a bad book report. I have PTSD now. And then we all bow down to it. She got PTSD from something she did. She did this. She's the one that held the, 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 the severed head up, and now she has PTSD from something she did, and we're supposed to feel sorry for her. Done. Uh, have you seen someone blow up in front of you or had to tell someone their kid is dead or been shot at or had to shoot and kill someone trying to kill you? Uh, she just wants attention. Uh, it's anxiety at its best. Stop being overdramatic. I get panic attacks, and yes, they're scary. But you slow your breathing down in your stomach and me meditate for a minute. Um, holy shit, us normal people have to work and do stuff like take care of kids. Wish I could do something for eight hours, you fucking cunt. Go run through a highway, bitch. Uh, oh, Battleborn says, uh, play this one. Okay, I will play that one for sure. Uh, let's see. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel you there. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm on this fight. Uh -huh. There's a bill going through Nevada legislators supporting PTSD for first responders. The person promoting this bill is very close to me. Uh, we touch uglies. I'm very passionate about this topic right now. Don't cross me. And I'm on your side. First responders, yes. Absolutely. First responders who get shot at, yes. That's a form of post-traumatic stress, Yes. Oh, absolutely, 100%. A comedian and people booing her for holding a severed head? Not PTSD. That is your audience saying you're not funny. If that's the case, then y'all better laugh at every fucking thing I say. Otherwise, I got PTSD. 
PTSD is a real thing. This is why we have 22 soldiers every single day commit suicide or former soldiers. People like Kathy Griffin are are taking what first responders do, what the military is doing, and she's pretty much wiping uh, – She's, she's wiping her dirty snatch with it. That's what Kathy Griffin is doing with PTSD right now. And I have to say that this is, she doesn't have it. No, not, not 1%. I, I would tell her that to her face. She doesn't have post-traumatic stress disease. She doesn't have it. No, no I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you that she doesn't have it. Actual victims. Those are the only people that would be even privy to PTSD. Victims and people shot at. People who have actually gone through some extreme measures, not because people booed you. You know, just when when she's not relevant, she decides to do something to try and become relevant, and now she's doing this on the back of PTSD people this should be enough to get her finished I, I i hope it does arnie you got ptsd from that gas bubble from the bucky's breakfast burrito as someone who had been clinically diagnosed with ptsd and getting treatment this is something i would not wish on anyone it's horrible i can imagine i found out interesting stories about my dad After he died. Um, And my dad died at 80, how old was he? 86, 86 years old, almost, uh, yeah. Yeah, 86 years old, he's going to turn 87. My dad fought in Korea. Um, My dad wrote this story down, and I I never saw it because he never talked about it. Um. And I I know I've told the story on the air, but it it really resonates for this story here. My dad was 21 years old. He joined the military, and he went to officer's uh, training school. Um, And he was a 20, barely a 21-year-old, leading other 20 and 21-year-olds in the 50s, in 1951, through jungles and places that he had never been. He grew up in St. Louis. He's over in Korea now fighting. And he tried to get his whole platoon to be single guys because they were the first ones going out. He didn't want anybody with families going out with him because he knew how dangerous that mission would be. They went on their patrol, and there was one guy in the platoon that was married, and he he didn't want to leave. He wanted to be a part of this. So reluctantly, my father allowed him to. And that man, for some reason, was leading the way and stepped on a mine. And my father writes that he caught his upper torso. He literally caught the man's torso. When he exploded. 
And then about five other people from that unit were killed because they were outgunned. My father then had to go back and retrieve those bodies with four other men. And they did. And my father went on to uh, the next, like, two days later, go out and lead another platoon out there, and they took out an enemy gun, uh, like a gun nest, a machine gun nest. My dad threw a hand grenade in there, and part of the hand grenade blew up in his leg. My father was released from the military, honorably discharged, sent home. And in 1953, they didn't have a whole lot of treatment for PTSD. And my dad didn't realize it until about five years before he died that he had been dealing with PTSD since 1953. So if you ask me if PTSD is real, I say it's 100% real. But for people like Kathy Griffin who throw those letters around because it will garner sympathy for them, I have no time for that. For the cops out there who risk their lives daily, for the firefighters who have to see awful tragedies daily, those are people that deal with PTSD. Stephanie says, anyone in Nevada that's been diagnosed or close to someone diagnosed with PTSD, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to give them information regarding the bill if you're wanting to support it. It's passed assembly off to the Senate. Whitewash says, thank you, Steph, for helping out uh, people out there. We have to take care of people that show up first for us. It's so important. Absolutely is. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get off my pulpit right now preaching, but that really, that, that just fucking... And, and then I, I, I come back with a story like this. People are upset at this woman, ba- Barbara Corcoran. She's on Shark Tank. They're upset at her because in an interview, she, re- she said that she loves to fire people on Friday. My office on Friday. I love firing people on Friday. Barbara Corcoran in the house. My next guest is one of the biggest names in real estate. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I would like, do you know how much I would enjoy firing people that didn't do their jobs? Hell, I started a sub company that go along with my vegan meat company and my fangless, uh, home secu- fangless rattlesnake home security system. And my Arnie beats up children. I will happily come and fire people that aren't doing their job. Now, now, now being laid off, different. Big corporate, if some, but, but firing people? Shit. You don't do your job and I get to fire you? Oh, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of that. Why? Because we live by a moniker on this show. A very, very simple moniker. It is... Do your fucking job. People have PTSD, don't go around advertising it. Those who don't have it just want attention. Yep, just like Kathy Griffin. Um... But you get these people, how can she be happy about firing people? Well, those people were costing her money. Oh, my God. I would love to fight. I think I would get far too much enjoyment from it. I think those days they called it battle fatigue. They still didn't have a full handle on it. I think the men back then were just made of harder stuff and often wouldn't seek help, for better or worse. Heroes, everyone. My father found help at the bottom of a bottle. It's sad, but it's true. Before he met my birth mother, Joanne, 
and I hate telling this story. Um, my father sat in a car with a hose attached to the window. He didn't have enough gas in the car, though, to get the job done. Because of of what he was going through internally. And that was in, I think, 19, I think he wrote 1958. And then he met my mom. And was better for a while. Friday is the day to do it so they go home and not try to come back during the week and attack the place. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to say, look, coming down on this gal, oh, gosh, she's being spiteful and a terrible person. Why? Why? Because she enjoys firing people? That's part of the job. Hell, man. Boy, if they would have ever made me, if they would have ever made me general manager for the day, holy shit. The axe would have been swung, my friends. Hey, look at this morning show that we're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to, and they can't break the top ten? You're fired. Do you know what? I, I, look, I'm, I might not take a break. I'm just going to tell you. I, I'm going I'm to pull the curtains back. You remember back when, a long time ago when I was on another show, and we were really, really cocky about our ratings. We were very, we were, we were obnoxious. I'll say it. I was probably one of the most obnoxious people on the air about that. Arnie, your father's a hero. Appreciate him. Many, many thanks to him and his service to our country. Well, thank you very much. I'll pass that on to him when I talk to him tonight. Um... But do you know why we're so cocky? I'm going to let you know why. We were so cocky because we knew that there was nobody out there that was going to touch us. Do you know why? Because nobody was willing to work as hard as we worked and have the talent that we had. I'll say it. Back in those days, we were easily the most talented show in radio. And I'm talking about in radio. Radio. And you know how the, the old phrase is hard work beats talent every day? Well, not if the talent is doing that hard work, too. And that's why we were so obnoxious about it, is because we knew nobody could come close to us. And nobody ever did. And I am very proud of that. I am proud of the work that I did. And, and it wasn't, and this is the thing about when I say hard work, it's not hard. Working in radio is not that hard. Do you know what you did? I, I passed a compliment to Joe Murphy a couple weeks ago because he did something that was so smart on the show. He mentioned something that he hadn't meet, heard me talk about, and it wasn't a big enough deal that they're canceling the Camaro again or something, and he threw that in lightheartedly, but it was a top-of-the-day statement because the story had broke the day before, and like I, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal, but he mentioned it. And see, that's doing those little things. That's watching all that you can watch and being up on pop culture. That's all radio is. And I was willing to do it. It was easy. It was fun. But there were other shows. I saw the other shows. And the other shows, they wanted everything that we had. 
They wanted the 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 accolades that we got. They wanted to be treated the way we got. There's an easy way to get that. Beat us. That one morning show that I was talking about being fired, they're still there. They are still at that company. You know why? Because they can pay them shit money and they get shit ratings. But hey, they're positive, they're politically correct, and they aren't going to get them into trouble. So we're going to keep them on there. Fuck the numbers. We'll just charge ratings, prices, whatever. Now you don't have that big number one show there anymore to keep you that way. Arnie, I have a question about that. Scab acts like he did all the prep for the show, getting stories, etc. I have heard you state that you did the prep and made things like moose on skates, etc. Who really did the prep, or was it a combined effort? Scab always made it seem like you were unprepared or unprofessional when you guys were on the air, unless it was against he. Um, truth of the matter is, uh, Scab did do all the he, – he got all the stories. But the problem is, I didn't show up. Um – when it, when it came to doing the show, I was always, it, and, and I got made fun of being for the first one to leave every day. I was the first one there every day. And what did I do? I went to my desk, and I opened emails, checked emails, and then I went on all news sites to make sure I was up to date on the news of the day to wherever I got thrown a story, I knew where my character was supposed to be with it. I was 100% prepared for anything that was thrown at me at that time. I didn't know it was coming at me because he did that. Now, Moose on Skates, I did come up with that. I said it on the show one day. I was like, if you're in a bad mood, then I just, and it just came off the top of my head. Now, I know they still use it, and I, I find that to be amusing, but I was the one who came up with Moose on Skates. Yes. I came up with a lot of stuff on the show that I never got. And I didn't need credit for it. I didn't need it. The three-way, my game. I mean, uh, we, we did uh, the, the uh, a lot of our, what we like to call benchmarks, were things that I started. Whenever we would say the word vacation, everybody used to say paid. Why? Because I started that. I did that. I did that on my own. That wasn't told to me. The counting of uh, the, the males that we would do. Number four, that one was easy. Four! I'd always do that. A lot of those benchmarks, a lot of those things that people remember, those were things that I just came up with out of the blue. I thought Brandon came up with that since he stole most of the shit after he left. Uh, that's funny because I got a phone call once um, from Chris Payne. He goes, are you back with the show? I said... I said, are you really asking me that? Because you're talking to me right now. And he goes, oh, that's a good point. I said, why are you asking? He goes, man, I, I just turned the car on, and I, I heard the show, and it sounded just like you and something you would have said. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, look, they stole everything I did. Why? Because it was gold. It was good. Hell, I don't care. Fucking A. Every, I, I hope that every time they do it, they cringe a little bit, and they realize that, I was the one that we created that. I hope that I, I hope it I, I hope it's like that 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 when you sit in a comfortable chair and you move all of a sudden and then you're like, oh my god, that hurts. That's what I want to be. I want to feel that way for them. So there you go. Now I would take a break, but yeah, I ain't gonna take a break. Um 
the, they stole the Avril Lavigne thing. Oh, doesn't surprise me. Hey, you know. Well, hey, that, it's all right. It's flattery to me. First of all, I know they can't do it. One nah. Yeah, exactly, for listener mail. Hey, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's flattery. Total flattery. Um, all right. I found this story this morning, and I need y'all's help on this. Because, boy, oh, boy, I, I, I have a... Hmm. Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, Anthony Bass, is not happy about how United Airlines treated his pregnant wife and two children during a recent flight. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mr. Bass said that his pregnant wife, Sydney, who is the sister of Jesse James Decker, was forced down on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn dropped by his two-year-old daughter during a flight. This is the tweet that he released. Um, The flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Um, Um... can I ask the question real quick? Um, who's supposed to clean it up? Hmm? Is, is that for the, 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 the flight attendants, the stewardesses, the 10,000-foot the, the waitresses? Well, he wasn't on the flight, Braddy Kid. Uh, he, he was playing a game. I think they were, they were flying to see him in a game. Um... Um, um, how about this? How about you clean up after your kids? Special sale, Kale says the cleaning staff. Okay, interesting. So that means that, that, that let's say the two-year-old still in diapers. I don't know. Do two-year-olds still wear diapers? Um. If the kid has a shitty diaper, can you just put it in the, uh, the the seat cushion in front of you? Just leave it for the people that are cleaning the plane? You do that? Then why are you leaving popcorn all over the ground? How about you make the five-year-old pick it up? Because the five-year-old can pick shit up. You guys, if I'm United Airlines, I'm like, oh, you don't like the way we do things? Well, then guess what? You're banned. <laughs> if you spill the complimentary soda or crackers, who picks it up? Does my $1,000 airline ticket not cover janitorial services? Wait a second. Wait, wait. Because you pay a lot of money on a plane. You, you know, If that's the case, then guess what? I am never getting up to use the bathroom again. Not that I do. I'm just going to piss right on the floor in front of me because they got a cleaning staff. Arnie, you drop your bucket of popcorn on the floor getting down there to pick it up? Well, if it's a full bucket, yeah, because I want to eat it. Ten-second rule, baby. 
Usually the stew and stewardesses or maintenance cleans the plane. It's not like Spirit Owens. What if a restaurant told you to bust your own table? I would never eat there again, House of Pain. Why do they offer wheelchairs? I don't know. Fucking pull yourself down there, motherfuckers. I mean... Wow, that went down the wrong pipe. Arnie, in the movie theater, you clean up the trash or leave for the kids? Oh, I leave for the kids. That's their job. Flight attendant's job ain't to clean the plane. Flight attendant is there to attend the flight. Flight attendants get paid. Uh, Lay off the crack. No shit. Flight attendants don't get paid until they push away from the gate. In her defense, it's hard to travel with two young children, overwhelming, and Sydney is high risk. It could have been handled better for sure. Oh, I agree. Well, if she's high risk and she's pregnant, why is she flying at 22 weeks? It's somebody's job to clean the plane between flights. So you can just leave a complete mess. You can leave a trash dump. So so next time I next time I okay, so next time I fly out of Dallas, and since I only fly out using Southwest, I'll be flying from Love Field. Love Field has easily the greatest food court in the world. We got Campeses, we got Chick-fil-A, not on Sundays. Um, even at an airport. They got Dunkin' Donuts, they got Dickie's Barbecue, and they got Whataburger. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a big old box of pizza, and I'm going to eat some of it, and then I'm just going to dump it on the ground in front of me and go, there you go. No, no, no. See, it's those kids' job to clean the theater, so I don't have to do that. Uh, that show is such a joke now, a giant infomercial. That's what I understand. I watched a family with two young kids leave a restaurant where half the kids' food was on the ground. Uh, I saw a picture of the mess. Not that big a deal. Well, hey, I, all I'm saying, Pammy, it, it made the news that this guy's tweeting out about it. How dare you do this to my wife? I'm like, if it ain't that big a deal, then, then have the five-year-old pick it up. I, I had to pick up trash when I was five. Y'all don't make your kids pick shit up when they drop it? And we're talking popcorn. Popcorn's pretty easy to pick up. Pick that shit up, dummy. People leave stuff all the time. Stewardess clean what they can. The sanitary crew that comes on, they miss a lot, though. All right, well, hey, now I know. Now I know I can fully litter on planes. I'm happy. I'm happy as I can be. Man, oh, man. I'm going to bring trash from home with me now. Shit that I need to throw away, I'm just going to take that on the plane with me and leave it in front of me. That's my new go-to now when flying. Oh, that's just funny. That is funny stuff right there. Why did I put this story in here? Uh, A 37-year-old man is arrested over gruesome deaths of two missing men whose bodies, including one dismembered, were found stuffed into bins in a storage unit with bleach and rubber gloves after one of them refused to guarantee his rental lease. 
uh, Lenoy DeVolkov from Massachusetts. I bet he's not originally from Massachusetts with the name of Leonoid DeVolkov with Kirill Shkirkin and Pavel Vershin were found stabbed to death in his storage unit. The two-year-old did it. What about messes left by babies in restaurants? It's not like the two-year-old was purposely being a punk. No. But you got a five-year-old there paying to clean it up. I'm just saying that if it's not that big a mess and the five-year-old can reach down and pick up a popcorn, you teach her to pick up after herself. Just saying. The reason I call BS on this story is because I don't believe they made could clean it up. They may have asked and she uh, did it but wasn't forced then she blew it up and lied to it. I don't know if she cleaned it. She should have cleaned it up. Just saying. I don't know why I did this story. Oh, man. Yeah, these people, yeah, not originally from Boston. I don't think they, they, I don't think they roll their R's. They don't pack the car there. They use the word comrade probably a lot. That, that's what I'm guessing. Uh, let's see where, okay. I didn't have a lot of stick cause I didn't know I was going to keep going into this. Let's see. Okay. I got to star that story. Star this one. Maybe, uh, maybe that one. Oh, I'll save that one. Oh yeah. We got to do this one. Oh yes. Definitely do that one. Oh, and then the last one. Yes. Okay, let's see. Uh, CCTV idiots, uh, female Bruce Lee. Let's see what this is here. Uh, this was sent to me uh, by hockey guy. Let's see. People in a restaurant. Oh man! Holy shit! Whoa! That waitress full on is fucking Van Dam and some guy. Hi y'all! Oh, she catches the chair. She was trained at Waffle House. She's from the Waffle House dojo. Check this shit out. Hey, Mage, do you know her? Do, do, do you know this gal? I mean, this, this gal was trained at the Waffle House Dojo. That's pretty badass. I mean, she comes out and... Yeah. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? All right, so let, let me go back to the beginning of this. I put the link up there. Uh, it lo- oh, boy, they got a bunch of beers on the table. It's two fellas, and this gal's like, oh, do you need any more? Okay, happy kitty. Hee-hee. Hello, kitty. All right, and, and then they're like, yeah. All right, we're going to leave. Hey, let me put my hands on you. Oh, yeah, cha-cha, cha-cha. Oh, karate. Hoo-yah. I'm going to whoop your monkey ass. Oh, I'm going to catch that chair. She just fucking front-kitted him. She front-kicked him to hell. She's like, nuh-uh. Uh-uh. You put your hand on me, I'm going to break your damn arm the wrong way. They need to hire her real damn quick to make some action movies. That gal knows karate and about 15 other karate Chinese words. Best part was catching the chair midair and still whooping ass. Now I want to see the fight. I want to see the fight. The the chair catchers. I want to see this gal take on the Waffle House gal. Let's get it on. 
Uh, you see the pizza guy tripping the car thief I sent you a messenger? I did see that. I, I saw that. And then the police forces offered the guy a job because the, the, the pizza guy didn't even drop the pizza. The only one who can beat her is Cliff Booth. <laughs> Hashtag once upon a time in Hollywood. That's fucking funny. Wow, she fucked him up. She did. She full on. I mean, she full on Bruce Lee dance. That's awesome. Now I got a video, I guess. Uh, Texas substitute teacher arrested after allowing students to fight inside classroom. Oh, please have. Oh, there's video. Hold on a second. I got to get some lube in my hand. Oh, seeing kids fight in school. You know I love. And I found a new show on A&E called Neighborhood Wars. Ooh. The Skeet Police have arrested a substitute Shocking. teacher. Shocking. Of a fight club in her classroom. Shocking that it happened in Mesquite. My God, the biggest trailer park in the world. Oh, oh, yeah, it's girls. Oh, they throwing hands. Some girl got purple hair. is facing four counts of endangering a child stemming from this incident at Kimbrough Middle School. Mesquite ISD officials. That girl's in middle school. God damn. The kids to fight last week. She outlined rules for them to follow and forced another student to guard the door. The district says Garcia has been fired and cannot be rehired in any capacity. Damn, boy, that was good. Teachers running fight clubs? Yeah, like I said, shocking it happened in Mesquite. Good Lord. Pastor Locke warned us about the witches of Waffle House. This town full of witches. It is. Uh, we ain't just talking about no uh, Salem, Oregon. We talking no. about some witches all over the place. Mm-hmm. Waffle House witches, yep. Cracker Barrel witches, mm-hmm. man and woman witches, church going witches. I said it. I said I said it. I'd rather be kissed by a snag or two jackass. Mm-hmm. God damn it, showing an ad. Yeah, it'll, it'll show that before the uh, black guy from Channel 8 does his thing. Substitute teacher allows a fight club to happen. That is awesome. That would be Arnie State's substitute teacher. Oh, you guys got a problem? Yeah, here you go. (laughs) I love our world so much. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. Oh, let's see. Oh, Chicago's new mayor is at it. I actually have to end the show a little early because we got to take the truck in today. We're going we're to go for another about 10, 15 minutes here. Um, Chicago's new mayor-elect says, It's not constructive to vilify the group of teenagers that torched cars in a rampage organized by social media, but he condemned the chaotic takeover. Well, who took it over? It was the fucking psychotic teenagers that took it over. How do you not vilify them? Rowdy teens torched cars and got into fights before gunfire ended Saturday night in Chicago. But we shouldn't demonize the teens. Should we at least arrest them? People wonder why there's so many problems in society right now. Because there are no rules anymore. You really love this shit show, aren't you? Oh, I, I, I do. I think it's fantastic. 
Our shop teacher allowed fighting in class, no weapons, and when the first one dropped, it was over. If you kept going, he sprayed you with a fire extinguisher. Yep. Um, I, Brandon Johnson, the new mayor, 47, says he does not condone the destructive activity. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved for opportunities of their own community. How are they starved of opportunities? I, I want you to slow your little roll down. Oh, and I want to—I—I I have a, a thing to go off on too. Um, how? How? What? What did he say? They've been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Do they not have schools in those communities? Oh, they do. So they can go and study. Does the city of Chicago have a library? Oh, they—they they have a few. Oh, okay. So those opportunities are out there. But you see, opportunities aren't handed out. You have to go and make your way in this world. So, so to say that they've been starved of opportunities, it's like giving in to generational welfare. Well, they don't know any better. Really, they don't know any better? Yet they, they, they watch these rap videos and they see these people with, with nice cars and outside. They, they know how to get there. They don't realize how hard the rappers actually did actually have to work to get there or the entertainers or the athletes. They just wanted to snap their fingers and it happens. Okay. Okay. By the way, I haven't done this yet today, and I, I'm sorry. It's T-shirt time. It is. Well, it's kind of T-shirt time. Yeah, it is top ten. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. My bad. It's T-shirt. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh my God! Shut up now. You shut up, Angelina. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Y'all. Look at my new shirt. Uh, today's new shirt. Thanks again to Dan. Um, this is one of the original two movie posters that was used for the greatest movie of all time. And that movie is simply called Smokey and the Bandit. You can see uh, Sheriff uh, uh, Justice, Bandit, Frog, and you see Fred. You don't see the snowman, but you see the snowman struck. This is awesome. This shirt right here is is... is Yesterday's sportatorium in this shirt, these are top tier on the t-shirt level now. My science teacher would hold arm wrestling matches, uh, got caught talking while he was talking, he had arm wrestling. Metal shop was taught by a biker at my school, and you didn't fuck around or you found out. I saw him smack a kid with a brush broom. We had one time, my freshman year in high school, uh, we had this strength and conditioning coach. And uh, a football player was uh, fighting or picking on a, a kid in the lunchroom, a kid he shouldn't have been picking on probably because the kid was small. And this coach's name was Coach Tebod. Coach Tebod was from Louisiana. He was a big old fella, probably had wrestled a few gators in his life. Yeah, Coach Tebod took the football player out by tackling him through the salad bar. Saw it happen. It was pretty awesome. Hold on to your ass, Fred. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. Um, I said, oh, oh, I want to go off on something I saw in the news last night. I want to cover this real quick. Yes, and not just part two or three, just me. Yeah, part two or three, no. I, I, I will watch part two 
and just be sickened by it because it, part three is just unwatchable. It's like watching Caddyshack, too. It's unwatchable. Part one, though, still the greatest movie of all time. Um, I'm seeing a lot of ads lately for this, and we, we heard our, our fearless leader who talked yesterday about wanting to write a book about technology. Yes, that's the one and only Joe Biden. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Well, it's because... What a stupid son of a bitch. That's the way America is. Um, I saw an ad for this last night, and it really, really caught me. Um, a lot of places are starting to advertise now for cities to provide you with fast internet service. You remember what Joe said a few weeks ago? He doesn't think it's right that a mom has to take her kid to a a laundromat so they can get Wi-Fi to do homework. Oh, Roadhouse is up there, Zach, but but Smoking the Bandit is the greatest movie of all time. Followed closely by Urban Cowboy. I, I, I I mean, look, I have the list. Roadhouse is up there. Roadhouse is the greatest guy movie of all time. Um, first of all, uh, we didn't have computers really uh, with Wi-Fi or anything like that when we were in school. And, well, we all seem to be fine. We all seem to be pretty educated. But I know, I know that's not the world that we live in because we have to have all this technology rammed down our throat because it makes everything easier. That's fine and good, and I appreciate that. But uh, a word to the wise, this is kind of like uh, uh, Homer's The Odyssey or, or, or uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I'm throwing out a warning to you. Oh, I love Cannonball Run, too, right now. I, Burt Reynolds, I love a lot of... Pretty much all of Burt Reynolds' movies. Even Cop and a Half, I think, with Gary Coleman, I liked. Or was that Emmanuel Lewis? They're both short. So, um, Be weary of government agencies offering you free Internet. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. Be very, very weary. If a local government wants to hand out free Internet service to people, oh, I understand it's free. I get it that it's free. But if they provide it, they will be able to tell you what you can and can't look up on that Internet. Just saying. Just saying. I'm throwing the warning out there. It hasn't happened yet. I am a pretty good prognosticator when it comes to this stuff, though. Just letting you know. All right, last two stories here. (laughs) Ogre, your story is the last one. This one, though, is pretty good. Oh, boy. And, yes, there is video. I'm going to read the, the video's loaded for you. I, I, I'm about to post it, but let me read the headline first. Horrifying moment. Female Chinese acrobat. Wait, hold on a second. Let me read that again. Um, uh, Chinese acrobat. Stop that. Stop that. Plunges to her death in front of screaming audience after her fellow performer. And husband 
lost his grip during the show. I have not watched this yet. Oh, boy. I'm about to watch it. Oh, man. Here we go. Warning. This is graphic. There we go. She's flying around. Do her thing. Oh, my God. Dropped her. Oh, my God. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Holy bejesus. In the original video, spectators are heard screaming as Sun loses her grip. Colleague told reporters she was still breathing weakly after the fall. Performance was canceled immediately along with planned weekend shows. Local officials expressed deep condolence and sympathy to the victim's family. Now, um... Um... I'm taking my break in a couple minutes and should be back at my desk in about 10 minutes from now. The old insurance boy, ancient Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Whoops-a-daisy, I just lost my grip. And now our final story of the day. Oh, man, is this good. This is a story about Hemubai Makawa and his wife, has a been now now they're from uh they're from Gujarat, India. Stackar, do you know them? I I just want to make sure. I I I don't want to I want to talk about anything that might affect you. This is a uh, Hemubai Makawana and his wife has a been. He's 38, she's 35. Um, the couple's family says they've been offering prayers in their home every day since last year. Uh, this comes after two women were abducted, tortured, and beheaded as part of what's feared to be a black magic human sacrifice ritual that happened last year. Um, the pair had been, uh, alleged to lure them to their home by promising them money. Well, um, these two decided, well, enough is enough, and they decided that they were going to end their lives. And they did it in one of the most spectacular ways I've ever heard of. The husband and wife built a homemade guillotine so they could offer their heads as sacrifice in India. So they both put their heads in the guillotine and dropped the blade on them. Sadly, no video of this story. Now, this is in the, uh, this is in the western region of Vinchaya, India. Yeah, yeah, they cut their heads off. That is fucking badass. That is badass. I mean, you're going over there maybe to deliver a goat or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe you got, you know, a sand casserole to deliver for dinner. And you, you, you knock on their, 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 their hut or whatever they live in over there because I don't know. And you walk in and, and their heads actually rolled into like the fireplace. Now, first of all, who needs a fireplace in India? Ain't India pretty much hot all the time? 
but their heads were chopped off and they rolled in there. So, like, somebody walks in, those heads are looking at them. Would this story be plate-worthy for bad news over happy music? Man, oh, man, that's tough. That is very, very tough. Well, hey, I got to call it because our appointment's in 15 minutes, so uh, I'm going to say it right now. Adios, ass family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. No no song to end the show either today. I just got to end the show, and I'm sorry. Sorry sorry, we got to end it this way, but we got to get the car taken care of. So uh, until tomorrow, ass family, remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody.